0: The Acunet Mortgage and Realty Show is sponsored by Acunet Mortgage, an equal housing lender at MLSID 255368, and Acunet Realty Advisors, which is a separate company from, but still affiliated with, Acunet Mortgage.
1: Welcome to the Acunet Mortgage and Realty Show, getting you inside information on buying, selling, and financing your home with expert advice from Acunet Mortgage and Realty's Brian Wickert on WTMJ.
0: Welcome to the Acunet Mortgage and Realty Show. I'm Brian Wickert, president and owner of Acunet Mortgage and Acunet Realty Advisors, along with my son, David Wickert, who is a loan consultant and sales manager at I should call you consulting manager. We don't sell anything okay. at Acunet Mortgage. We solve problems. There you go. If you have a question or comment, you can call or text us at the Acunet Mortgage Talk and Text Line, which is 414-799-1620. David, we're going to start out talking today about the paucity of uh, listings. Did I send you to the uh, thesaurus for Yeah, hold on.
2: Let me see if I can spell P-A-U-C-I-T-Y, paucity. Yeah. Go ahead. What is it? The presence of something only in small or insufficient quantities or amounts, scarcity.
0: That's right. So Hmm. I'm getting these numbers from the MLS, the Multiple Listing Service. Uh, I did some slicing and dicing this morning. And that data is owned by the Greater Milwaukee Association of Realtors and is thought to be um, accurate but not perfect or something like that. I'm a member of the GMAR. I even have a lapel pin, by the way. Wow. Which I am not sporting this morning. Oh, good. Uh, The super early look at April home sales. Because it's May. I don't know if everybody knew that. Right. It's May the Cinco Tomorrow. Yes. Today. Uh, Is that Mexican uh, July 4th? Yes. Okay, so anyway I, I did peek at the early uh, got the early readings. These are going to get better um, and April's going to be better than March. Uh, remember March home sales were down seventeen and a half percent from a year earlier in order to
2: be better, it would only need to be 16 well, percent worse. it's
0: going to be uh, my prediction is it'll be five between five and eight uh, percent fewer homes sold in april that's my prediction okay, compared to a year earlier, but a lot more than what than, than what's sold less in, bad. In, March. Yeah. All right. Anyway, so let's look at the most important and oldest theory in economic supply and demand. All right. We're going to look at inventory, or this is what I did. I looked at inventory available right now on May 5th, according to the MLS. Mm-hmm. Uh, because when, here's a question for you, David. If, if you're writing an offer today yeah. at an open house, yeah. when would you likely close? Probably June. That's right. So I looked at June closed home sales, that would be the demand side. And then the supply side is how in, many homes were sold last June, last June. Got it. Right. Cause I'm figuring, you know, it's going to be similar. Yes, yeah, that's right. Uh, and the answer to that was in June of 2018, there were just under 2,100 single family home sales, uh, that were assisted by a member of the national association of realtors. And the median sales price was just over 240,000,
2: 2100,
0: 2100. Remember that number 2100. Mm-hmm. Um, now let 's look at uh the number of listings sure okay you got to be able to buy that house right and I wanted to go into the affordable price range okay okay so i'm looking at homes listed between forty thousand and two forty nine nine okay okay uh when you narrow it down to that number, there were eleven 1, hundred sales last June, okay okay. Now, if we look at the supply side, oh, how many homes are listed in the five-county Milwaukee area? That's what I'm talking about, Mm -hmm. the greater metropolitan area. There are currently 1,800 active listings between that 40,000 and Mm 249,900. But wait, 1,100 already have offers. (sighs) Oh. So really, the real number of affordable homes What's in the left. entire five-county Milwaukee metropolitan area is seven hundred and five. Between forty and two fifty. Between forty and two fifty. That's right. So then, if you kind of overlay that with the eleven hundred sales from last June in that price range, yeah, that is a three-week supply. It's not enough. That's a paucity. Yes, of supply um that is 63 percent of what you need that is crazy so there's no real home shopper though that says you know i'm looking for an affordable home between 40 and 250 in any county in the metro area Uh -uh. so let's let's drill down a little bit let's look at you know like one of my rock solid pre-approved buyers who's trying to buy in the 175 to 225 price range in like cedarburg or grafton hot market all right total number of sales last year in those two municipalities at that range in that range three Hmm. The number of listings right now? Two. Hmm. It's not gonna take long Limited inventory. to look at those homes. Yep. Oh, do I like this one or that one? Yikes. In the city of Milwaukee, where we have the most population in one municipality, same price range, one seventy five to two twenty five. There are currently twenty nine listings with out accepted offers. Twenty nine. Okay. Yeah. Number of sales in June of last year in that same price range? Seventy two. Okay we have a paucity yes of listings let's move up to the 200 to 249 uh, price range it's good to be a here. seller oh please 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 if you're listening out there yes let's list your home and let's let us help you because the biggest reason is well we're not gonna move yeah we'll get your bridge loan so that you can buy the new house before you sell the old one yeah Greendale last June 10 closed sales currently one listing Without an offer in Greendale, between one seventy five to two hundred. I moved the range now to, 200 to 249. There's two hundred w- to there's two forty nine. Two hundred. There is one, one, one house listing in Greendale, Hartford. Two closed sales currently. Three listings. West Bend. Fourteen closed sales in that two hundred to two forty nine price range. Nine current listings without offers. Mount mm. Pleasant, which was featured in the Wall Street Journal, talking about the whole Foxconn thing. Five closed sales last June in the two hundred to two forty nine price range, and only four listings. Yes, David. It just occurred to me, just, and I don't know if agents and buyers
2: are doing this, but it might still be worthwhile to be writing secondary offers. And maybe we I don't, we can noodle on that yeah. maybe over this break, but okay, but yeah. the virtues of, I understand that this house has an offer on it, but... But I'm going to write a backup offer. So anyway. let's uh yeah, Lastly, yeah,
0: lastly Wawatosa 28 closed sales between 200 and 249 last June, and currently 10 listings without offers so it is a tight inventory market when we come back from this uh, first break we are going to tell a couple of real human stories related to the tight inventory Uh, so you have a feel of what's really going on when you are a human buyer looking to buy that home yes we're going to cover that when we come back you are listening to the acunate mortgage and realty show on am620
1: wtmj Home buying advice from the guys who know it best. This is the AccuNet Mortgage and Realty Show with Brian Wickard on WTMJ.
0: So we were talking in the first segment about just how tight the affordable uh, price ranges are, uh, and I defined that as anything less than two fifty because the median sales price last June was around two forty. So yeah. let's call that the affordable price range. Well, let me tell a story before we talk about what you can do to become the winner mm-hmm. in this market. Let's Let me share a couple of stories with you. One is, uh, let's call this person Becky, not her real name. Pre-approved her um, in January, and she would like to buy in, like, the Grafton, Port Washington, Cedarburg, you know, somewhere up there, okay? Okay? Because I think her folks live in that area. And so she's written several offers and lost. She is ultimately going to end up putting fifteen percent down as we've shown a lot of people mm-hmm. lately, David. Yeah. Our, our loan consultants. That happens to be a really sweet spot. Yep. Um but she has enough money to put twenty percent down. So I'm coaching her. Hey, you know what? Write that show uh, pre approval letter and here is your rock solid pre approval that yeah. says uh that says uh twenty percent down. Yeah. And in fact, uh this Offer that she wrote this week, I said, use the pre approval letter and I had her realtor on the line. Why don't you use the pre approval letter, Becky, that says you can afford to buy a two hundred and fifty thousand dollar home, even though you're writing an offer on a home listed at one ninety nine nine yeah show sure, strength just how strong you are, yeah, with twenty percent down, boom um and they called me. I was swinging the hammer at the habitat uh, house mm. we you were there yeah, I yeah, think yeah. you were there It was the rainy day on Oof, uh, Thursday cold we'll talk a little bit about that later in the show yeah but the phone rings it's it's uh, Becky and her realtor yeah and they say okay we just want to know how you know what's a good closing time 30 days 37 days I it sure right it for 37 day closing that's nice and then they said yeah we're about to write this offer the house is listed at one ninety nine nine I think two better home and it has no basement what? And I said, and so another excellent question they had was, do you think we're going to have problems with the appraisal? Because in many parts of the country where you were born, David, in California, Arizona is the same way. Houses do not have basements. Right. They typically build them on a slab or maybe. So this particular home at a crawl space, that is very unusual uh, for Wisconsin. So. I pointed that out, like, you know, the reason why it's been on the market a little while is because there aren't There's... that many people that want a house in Wisconsin without a basement. Where are you going to store your stuff? Weird. You know, and so when you go to sell it again, you're going to have the same... You're going to suffer the same limited marketability. marketability. Right, limited marketability. And I said, well, you know, the appraiser is going to have to figure out what is the value of a basement that's or right not a basement. and so what we're really hoping for is a comparable sale that doesn't have a basement and so the realtor said no there are some or really? at least one yep hmm. that's less than a year old right. so I said okay well you know go for it so they write the offer something above I didn't get the full detail uh, let, let's say they wrote at 205 I'm just making that up okay and I so I followed up and I said hey Becky did you get the offer nope we were the highest offer Okay, we're the highest offer, but the seller accepted an offer where they had no home inspection and no appraisal contingency. Oh. Yeah. So, you know, it's tough. I mean, that it seems like, and, and we had talked about that, by the way, when I was talking to him in the rain, I said what about that idea we had talked about earlier of giving him a little wiggle room on the appraisal a little leeway yeah. a little leeway
2: the uh, the other people gave them all the way yeah they
0: gave them all the leeway which is to say we don't care what it appraises for we're still gonna buy yeah so and they were rightfully hesitant right because it's like uh, that's a little too much risk well right on a two-bedroom with no basement yeah but but i think that is becoming if you're a sheep's head player the queen of clubs um you know which is the most powerful card in Sheepshead, mm-hmm. is the, either the wiggle room or the going without a net relative to the appraisal. And that makes sense, right? If people are bidding above your asking price and you've yeah. already been high, yeah. hey, maybe the appraisal is not going to come in. So Give I, them a little, little I, wiggle I, room. As a, I, as a seller, like that um, possibility. All right, got one more story in this regard. Uh, when we come back, don't forget, you're listening to the Accident Mortgage and Realty Show on 620 WTMJ.
1: Getting you into the home of your dreams, here's more of the AccuNet Mortgage and Realty Show with Brian Weckert on WTMJ.
0: Welcome back to the show. Uh, we've got a caller. Uh, we've got Jim from Brookfield. Welcome to the show. Jim, how can we help? Good morning, and uh, first of all, thank you for uh, the informative show that I listen to most Sundays. Well, thank you very much, Jim. What's on uh, your mind? The question I have
1: is uh, I own a home that is, let's say, uh, a little higher priced, north of, say, 700000 okay. And I know that the home sales have been hot in every marketplace, except in homes that are six, seven, eight hundred,
0: nine hundred thousand. 900000 And I'm wondering why that hasn't uh, also... Kind of moved into the higher priced home segments as far as uh the number of homes being sold oh thats that's a really good question, and I have a really good answer so first of all, and I think uh on the uh, text that uh, producer Sean said that your home is in Brookfield is that right
1: that is correct yes
0: okay, so in the seven hundred to seven ninety nine price range last year in June, there were two count 'em two home sales. And currently in that price range, in the seven to seven ninety nine price range, there are nine listings. So exactly to your point, you're not seeing strong demand there. That's a four and a half month supply. You know that would be considered balanced. And the reason is real simple: there just aren't that many human beings who can afford a seven or seven hundred fifty thousand dollar house. You know, as all the people that can afford a home at 250 and under. Mm-hmm. So it's our favorite economic theory of supply and demand. You just don't have that high a demand in that price range. So, you know, and, and if you're thinking about remodeling, you know, the good news is you don't have to sell. Then you only have to worry about, you know, what your home appraises for. And that just really hasn't been a problem.
2: Well, and if you want to sell, I guess you just have to tell yourself to be patient because there's fewer folks who can come swing the purchase of your home
0: that's right and i think i think it would also be fair to say that people are going to be pickier right if they're going to plunk down three quarters of a million dollars right they're going to be more particular about you know the condition of the home has it been updated you know things of that nature so i hope that helps jim thanks for calling into today's show i appreciate It it very much.
1: thank you very much
0: Okay, so uh, the other story that I have is back in the affordable price range of, let's say 225 to 250, and we've talked about this nice couple before. Uh, Unfortunately, due to some uh, unfortunate circumstances, our primary borrower's credit score is stuck at 632. And so you recall that this couple has been writing offers uh, saying, hey, we're gonna put 3.5% down, the minimum down payment, using an FHA loan. Mm-hmm. And you know, Brewers had a long game last night, right? Yeah. 18 innings. Yeah. This is I think I pre-approved these people originally in December.
2: Okay.
0: It's been a long game for them. Yeah. A long and frustrating game, right? With no runs. Just like the Brewers went from the 3rd inning to the 18th inning with no runs, here these poor folks have been writing offers and getting turned down left and right. Yeah. And so uh, last night he texted me and said, "Hey, if we bought at 250 with the FHA loan, if let's say we were successful, could we in a year refinance to a non-FHA loan and enjoy a lower payment? So I said, let me get back to you. I did the math and a couple things. We have this really cool tool called the What If Simulator where we can take a look at what happens, what's the forecast if you got a, a home and now had a mortgage with a perfect track record for a year. Yeah. The bad news is his score would only go from 632 to 660. Okay, not a huge number. And so what I, I emailed him, I said, let's call him Fred. Uh, hey, if you bought with an FHA now, an FHA loan now, your payment on a $250,000 home with $300 a month and property taxes would be 1805. Mm-hmm. Assuming rates stayed the same. All right. And your house went up five percent in value and your score went from six thirty to six sixty. Mm-hmm. Your new payment would be a hundred and thirty-three dollars higher. Because unlike FHA, Fannie Mae and the private mortgage insurance companies price in significant risk risk for six sixty with five percent equity. Yeah. So my email to him was you kind of either gotta Keep writing offers, and maybe save up money because I think they both given up their apartments and are living with their parents right now. So Mm -hmm. they got maybe some free cash flow. Mm -hmm. Maybe you can get to five percent down with an FHA loan, and maybe that'll because right if at three and a half sellers know you have no wiggle room. If this thing comes in one penny short, we're in trouble. All right, so those are our stories on the uh, tight inventory market when we come back after the news we're going to talk about the tight tight labor market and how AccuNet Mortgage can help you buy even if you haven't started your new job you're listening to the AccuNet Mortgage and Realty Show
1: on 620 WTMJ don't break the bank to get into a house back to the AccuNet Mortgage and Realty Show with Brian Wickert on WTMJ
0: so one reason that there's so much demand for homes uh both new and and existing is that people have jobs a lot of people have jobs Woo. more and more people have jobs and so we're going to get to a story about how acunet can use future income for somebody just coming out of school let's say or moving to town and they haven't started a new job yet that's called future income but let's start with uh, the big news from friday the jobs report where we learned that according to the Bureau of Labor Statistics, the US economy created a whopping 263,000 new jobs in April. That was against a forecast by economists of 180,000. Um, and that number comes, by the way, from actual payroll data. So it, the, the Bureau actually counts up you know, numbers of people getting paychecks. I think that happens to be more accurate mm-hmm. than the other household survey, where they survey how many households, David? You told me earlier uh, sixty thousand 60, households yeah. by telephone, and that's where they calculate the unemployment rate, which dropped to three point six percent, the lowest unemployment rate since Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's rookie season with the Milwaukee Bucks. Can you say his name before he changed it to? Uh, get back to Lou me, Lou uh, Alcindor. Alcindor, that's right. So that goes all the way back. 50 years to yeah. 1969. Uh, the yeah. average hourly wage, if you want to know whether you're above average uh, or below average, that was six up six cents. The average American worker making $27 and 70 cents hmm. per hour. And the average work week was 34.4 hours, which I don't know I don't, who's getting six hours off hmm. and not working Taking at a long lunch for sure. Yeah. If you do the math, that means the average American worker is earning just a hair under $50,000 a year. Hmm. All right. Now, when I heard those two numbers on Friday, Mm -hmm. and by the way, your mother, who's a Renaissance woman, Mm -hmm. as I'm leaving to go to the Habitat build site, she says, well, don't forget to check in on the uh, jobs report. It is the first Friday of the month. Wow, wow. Must have a calendar reminder. Yeah. So um, I thought for sure when I heard those two numbers, you know 263,000 new jobs and an unemployment rate of 3.6 I thought mortgage rates are gonna get clobbered yeah because typically good economic news is bad for mortgage rates yeah and I thought stocks would go up okay so that just goes to show you it doesn't matter what I think because um, stocks got clobbered right no they went up Oh, they went up yeah, oh, yeah never mind stocks went up but then interest rates went a little lower yeah and flat ish and, and the alleged explanation for that was that there was relatively benign uh, wage inflation. Mm -hmm. Uh, The average hourly rate of $27 and 77 cents was only 3.2% higher than a year ago. So wages up 3.2%. Yeah. Meanwhile, I think we got another reading on inflation this uh, week that showed it was like 1.6 or 1.7. So inflation is remaining tame. Remember, that's ultimately the fear for interest rates is that, hey, if inflation goes to if inflation matches or is close to the cost of the borrowed money, you're not making any you're money. you're not making any money. Yeah. All right. So the other thing, though, that I always I'll just harp on this one more time because mm. we haven't talked about the jobs before for a while. What really we shouldn't even report the unemployment rate, in my opinion, correct? Because what really matters is how many people are working. And that number happens to be 156.6 million Americans are holding down a job and paying taxes. And the other number we should pay attention to, and this is for people 16 to 102, by the way, there are 96.2 million Americans who are not working. Not in the labor force. Yeah. Not trying to find a job. They're retired, or they are raising a family, or what have you. Mm-hmm. It's those two numbers that are most important, Correct. In my opinion. But again, yeah, not a good. It cares headline. about my opinion. Yeah, yeah. All right. So, all right. So let's let's set set the table a little bit for our future income. You said you had a call from one of our uh, favorite real estate agents because she had gotten an offer on a property. It did not include a pre-approval letter oh, and so she said well, I'm you not gonna entertain this please call you David. so we're gonna tell that story yep. and then I've got another one where uh, the homeowner showed up to buy their home on Friday mm. uh, yeah and uh, let us know uh, you know I'm changing jobs so we're gonna tell those two stories Pen was in hand pen that... was in hand yeah is that a problem yeah if I'm changing jobs we'll give you the details on that when we come back you are listening to the Acunet Mortgage and Realty Show on AM620 WTMJ.
1: Important home buying questions and answers you can count on. This is the Acunet Mortgage and Realty Show with Brian Wickert on WTMJ.
0: And we're back and David was just telling me about a condo listing. You know, we've been talking about single family detached listings and supply and demand. Uh, what's your story about a condo going like a
2: hotcake? Yeah, I was talking to a real estate agent and as a, as a way to take the pulse of even the condo market, they were loading the listing into the MLS. Okay. In a pending status or uh well
0: like it's it's not active active. yet okay it's it's, coming
2: yes it's like hey world this is there's no pictures we're not scheduling showings yet but hey this is about to arrive on the market Mm -hmm. and let's say this got listed on or wednesday got put into okay uh, about to be listed status mm -hmm. by wednesday night they had a over asking price offer sight unseen with you know, not without even pictures, without even a showing. It was just here. Oh, wow. In and this was in like the two seventy five, three twenty five
0: range. Price range, right? sure, for a condo in and, Waukesha County. In, you in said?
2: Waukesha County. Okay, so if that was Wednesday night, by Thursday morning, because the listing agent was like, "Okay, wow," uh, and put out the word to a couple other agents who had uh-huh. expressed interest, like. Hey, I haven't let this person into the house, but they've already written an offer. So if you also want to write an offer, you got to show up. So by Thursday morning, there were two competing offers on a condo that literally nobody had been in yet. Wow.
0: And each of these offers had an accelerator clause. Oh. Like I, all right, so let's just explain that. It says, here's my offer. I'm just going to – for $295,000. Yep. But – I will go up to 305 and and beat any other offer you get by $1,000. That's the Wisconsin Accelerator Clause idea. And so these had tick, 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 tick. So they just
2: kept ratcheting each other up until the person who wrote the highest highest number number. and with the biggest
0: buffer won out. Wow. So so in case you were thinking that the paucity of affordable uh, single family listings. We're not kidding. well, it applies to much of the condo market, and I don't have the numbers in at my disposal right now, but we talked a couple of weeks ago yeah. about the shortage of listings in Milwaukee County, which is where most of the listings of condos are, most condos, right. density, but also applies to other places. And, you know, because you got a lot of, I, I think that's a big part of the problem is the baby boomers, are what the heck well they're reluctant to list their homes for sale because they got to go live somewhere and if they're thinking I want to downsize to a condo what's available yeah and how is that going to work folks we can help yeah Uh, just like we're I was helping a customer this last week sell their two-story home and buy a ranch and the tool that we're using is a bridge loan whereby we are going to help them extract most, not all, of the equity out of their existing home mm-hmm. and use that as a down payment on their new home. And then after their are Like a bridge. Like a bridge yes. over troubled waters. That's yes, right. Yes. <laughs> so we're trying to smooth the troubled waters there with that go. bridge. And then and then after they sell their current uh, more expensive home, the gonna, old home. The old home, they are gonna take some of those proceeds and they plan to reduce the principal balance on their new mortgage which is fine yeah. and we can help them uh their their payment can be reamortized in other words they can get a lower payment yeah. after um reducing their principal balance without having to refinance Sick. so yeah so that that is a good way to get from one place uh to the next what about your uh duplex duplex in tosa so
2: and just another uh story just connecting with a different real estate agent that um, as is the case a lot of times uh, got a voicemail on yesterday morning that's Saturday on the weekend and uh, you
0: responded on a weekend of course we're not like a bank we're only open from 9 until 459 yeah
2: okay and uh, so because these uh, folks had written on a duplex Mm -hmm. uh, then the listing agent along with their offer said hey where's your pre-approval letter Oh, we don't have one.
0: Okay. So, step number 1. Step number 1. You need to have a pre-approval letter.
2: Yes. So, her her response, the real estate agent's response was, "Please call David." And so what I ended up uh hopping on the phone talking with the dad who was actually helping to write the offer for the daughter who was relocating with her fiance from Madison okay to come to school here in Milwaukee. So, okay. they'll be starting, I think the fiance is starting school in august okay and you know they kind of want to figure yeah. it out and get well, yeah, settled let's get and, a place now right yeah yeah, yeah. and uh so, did anybody have a job no and so this was kind of we got we got to that part of the uh conversation Discussion. pretty quick fairly quickly like, and so
0: where, where where is your uh where do you work yeah mm, i don't have a job
2: right and and so for these folks uh the fiance is going to be going to medical school and so hey their life is probably going to turn out to look just fine in four years yeah or whatever or and whenever uh, the daughter also you know finds employment here now that they're moving to Milwaukee but what I had to kind of talk them through was the three legs of the stool Ah. which was your credit score your down payment and then your job and unfortunately we only have a two-legged stool
0: that's tippy yeah
2: Uh, And so after this
0: last break, what I think we should dive into is what I explained to her was future income. Okay. We'll talk about our future income program after we come back. You're listening to the Acunet Mortgage and Realty Show here on AM620 WTMJ.
1: Getting you through the home buying process. Welcome back to the Acunet Mortgage and Realty Show with Brian Wickert on WTMJ.
0: I like that. Is that Stevie Wonder? Higher ground. I think it is. I, I like that. I used to have a Clavinova. Oh, yeah? But not a real one, but a, a Clavinova setting on one of my synthesizers when I played in that great band, Magic. Fun. All right. Anyway, so uh, so we're talking about how you can buy a house before you start a job. So this uh, helps people who are relocating, mm-hmm. <clears throat> and you've got that situation going on. Uh, it can also help if you're coming out of school. Yep and uh walk us through some of the rules of the road if i want to buy a home before i start my new job what do we need you need an offer letter signed yes yes uh that clearly states your start
2: date yep along with what your base pay is going to be so we can't use forecasted commission or bonus or anything like that just your base salary or hourly wage Uh, and then you'd have to clear any contingencies in the offer like a drug test Okay, so or, if it says
0: yeah, you got to get your credentials transferred right, we'll, or a drug test, we that have to has confirm to confirm be... that hey, yeah. did
2: you pass the drug test. But then if you meet that, you can close on a home purchase with it and have your job start 90 days up to 90, up to 90 days. days after you close on the house. So okay. just for example, if you write in on an offer today, you close in June, July, August. You if your job starts in September. Hmm. We could get you a purchase in June.
0: How am I going to make the payments without a job, David? We only
2: simply need to document that you have sufficient cash reserves to not only make the down payment, but also any of the monthly payments, including your car loans, student loans, credit card minimums, in between your closing and the start date of your
0: new job. Okay. So if you've... Spent all your money on the down payment and closing costs. Yeah. This ain't going to work. No. So you got to have some, but you know, maybe then you put 5% down instead of 10. The key would be to maybe get a pre-approval. Yes. uh, And scope this out. Yes. Before you you write the offer okay but the amazing thing you don't even have to start your job yet and you can buy a house you too can buy a house and so now let's talk about one other unusual circumstance Jason Hansen and I are head of operations we're swinging the hammer over there at Habitat at the Habitat house on 30th Street in the Midtown neighborhood and in comes a call hey we're here at AcuNet world headquarters in Waukesha at a closing and what we do folks is we remind you at the beginning of the process do not change jobs. You know, Do not go out and buy a Ferrari. Do not spend all the money that you had for your down payment. Yes. We put all that in writing to you. Then a week before closing, we send you a form that says, here is what we're going to ask you to attest to. Under penalty of law. Under penalty of uh, federal, you know. 30 years or a million bucks. Uh-huh. And a couple of things on there are, you haven't changed jobs you haven't resigned your job you know you haven't been told that your income is getting reduced uh-huh. and so we give it to you a week ahead of time well for whatever reason this particular person either didn't read it or chose to ignore it and here they are sitting down now with this attestation attestation form in front of them that About says to buy their house i swear that i have not well oh no i'm getting a new job a week from today but it's going to pay more what's the problem well the problem is we haven't
2: verified any of that.
0: Right. And so luckily this person was able to produce on the spot from his smartphone the offer letter that did not have any it said it, you know it didn't say you still have to pass your drug test yeah. or you know. Yeah. It was a clear clean clean uh offer letter mm-hmm. and we were still able to close. But that was you know what are you um, thinking
2: palpitations right and so I
0: think what people are thinking is well it's the same line of work and I'm just gonna get paid more what's the problem the problem is mortgage lending is all about following the rules and the recipe so just because it makes sense to you doesn't mean it makes sense to the mortgage rule makers and you know I I say this sometimes to people sometimes what we have to do doesn't make perfect sense we're really in the manufacturing business of Oh, you would like to have this, you know, 3.99 or 4.25 thing called the 30-year fixed rate loan with 5% down or 3% down or whatever the case may be. Yeah, we have to manufacture the documentation according to specifications. Yes. Specifications from those nice folks called Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac or FHA or the VA. We don't get to make up the rules, you know, and I know it might make sense, perfect sense to you, but we have to... Manufacture according to the specifications required all right interest rates are still good and you don't have to say because we only got a minute left what they are oh well, i blurted out four point four point two five percent
2: apr is four point two seven with regular loan costs of 995 bucks.
0: whoa nine that's good yeah all right that's better than i expected yeah and uh, we've been doing a lot of refinances for people. You know, some folks, because of the tight uh, listing market, are opting to pull cash out and remodel, like Jim might be doing, our caller from Sure. We can help you with that, instead of putting that on an adjustable home equity line of credit yes. tied to the prime rate. Yes. Um, so that's one thing we're doing. We are also arming home shoppers with rock-solid guaranteed pre-approval letters, and we continue to get excellent feedback uh, from the real estate community about that really making a difference. Because mm-hmm. sellers and real estate agents, if you look at the largest banks that are offering pre-approval letters, uh, you're going to find that all they verified is the credit. They haven't verified the other two legs of the stool. So if you want a rock-solid guaranteed pre-approval, or you want to save money on a refinance or take cash out to remodel, all you got to do is click on the blue button at acunet.com. That's A-C-C-U-N-A-T dot You've been listening to the AccuNet Mortgage and Realty Show on AM620 WTMJ. The proceeding was a paid program. Advice and opinions expressed during the AccuNet Mortgage and Realty Show are solely that of the hosts or guests of AccuNet Mortgage and AccuNet Realty Advisors and not WTMJ Radio or Good Karma Brands Milwaukee LLC.